Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to be tuning into our radio show. Today, we're going to be talking about real estate, not only for residential purchases, investment purchases, but also the world of commercial real estate. Joining us later on the show, we have Ricky Rodriguez-Elkins, and she is the managing broker at Keller Williams Commercial in Sparks. And we're excited about the things that are happening in northern Nevada. Uh, you know, there's no doubt as the real estate market grows, as home buyer demand grows, so does business grow because business always follows the residential areas. Where are people moving? What's going to be there? And if you're an astute investor, commercial real estate might be a way to take advantage of this upward trend that we're in right now. And we're going to be looking at those numbers, uh, how the real estate numbers as far as residential uh, median home prices, so that we can kind of get a determination of where the overall market is going. And then uh, Ricky will give us some information additional-wise on the commercial side. Also today, too, we're going to look at the area of uh, my choice for residential in rural areas, and that's Fernley, Nevada. We have the real estate stats from there as well. Talking about real estate, things to do with your real estate, and ways to make it grow after this message. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. Everybody's asking me what uh, I'm going to be doing this summer. I'm going to tell them I'm going to stay cool and calm and comfortable. The reason, it was two years ago I put on SunTech Solar Screens. And I got to tell you, I absolutely love my SunTech Solar Screens. You know, when I put these up on my south-facing windows, 90% of the heat was cut coming into that glass, and I've got 12 windows that face the south. So cooler and more comfortable without any charge on electricity you know it's not like adding more air conditioning you're just cutting the heat from coming into your home in fact my air conditioning costs went down that very first summer i'm sure that my suntex solar screens have been paid for already and more just with the amount of money i've saved on cooling my home in the summertime you want to get the same benefit talk to the folks at suntex solar screening 224-5093 that's the number to reach daryl carr he's the owner or visit the website, solarscreensofreno.com. And tell him Peter sent you. He'll give you a great deal on solar screens. With me in the studio, Ricky Rodriguez-Elkins. He's the managing director and realtor at Keller Williams Commercial in Sparks. Welcome back to our show, Ricky. Hey, Peter. How are you today? Oh, I am just doing dandy. My favorite time of the year. Yeah. You know why, Ricky? Why is that? I'm a beekeeper. You're a beekeeper. I'm a beekeeper. I didn't know that. I'm a beekeeper. It's actually big, big business here in northern <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> well, it can be business, yeah. but you know it's a labor of love. Yeah. And it's uh, just two days from now, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be getting our honeybees, new honeybees shipment. You know, we kind of like order our new stock. Uh -huh. So I have a lot of honeybees coming to my home in just two days. Wow. And I think we, we're going to be starting out with probably about 10,000 bees to begin with, but our goal is that by the end of the summer, we have more in the neighborhood of 100,000 bees. Wow, in that's our, a lot of bees. In our beehives, yes. Oh, my goodness. It's going to make probably yeah. a, a, bottle of, a bottle of honey. Yeah, for over for 100,000? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe a little bit more. But, you know, bees are very fickle. Yeah. They have an interesting social life. And um, the way that they're feeling, the way that the queen feels, it all impacts their temperament uh -huh. and their ability to produce wax and honey uh, I got bad news Ricky last year my bees got mad at me oh no no and honey I'll, for whatever reason right yeah. no honey 
and they actually swarmed and took off. Oh my goodness. And you yeah. know, a, a bee's natural uh, tendency is to live with nature. Yeah. And when they feel uncomfortable for whatever reason, yeah. they just pack it up and move to some yeah. hollowed out tree log or maybe wow. up in the high tree or a crack in somebody's attic. Sure. Uh, right. That they can get in from the outside. Yeah. Uh, that's just what honeybees do. However, mm -hmm. this year is going to be different. I've reestablished a new nursery. Mm -hmm. My babies are going to be happy. Oh, well, good. That's hopefully, good. Hopefully we'll have honey for the fall. That's good. We actually had a client that was uh, a beekeeper, yeah. and um, we had uh, some difficulty locating some land for them because uh -huh. of the uh, there's lots of regulations, apparently, for large, large numbers of beehives. Oh, yeah. If you're into so. it for a commercial, mm -hmm. on a commercial basis, right, exactly. probably uh, uh, you want to make sure you check with the local authorities and... Mm -hmm. uh, Get your commercial license and do a lot of research, obviously. Right. I know nobody becomes a commercial beekeeper overnight. Yeah. Ricky, it just doesn't happen. Sure. You've got to know about bees. You've got to know about the biology of bees and so much more. I'm encouraging anybody who wants to get involved with beekeeping, learn more about beekeeping, to visit with my favorite beekeeping organization, and that is the Mason Valley Beekeepers. They're based out of Yarrington, Nevada. Monthly meetings, great workshops, and, of course, they put on the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference uh -huh. every February, and there is so much to find out, so much to learn, and so much fun. Visit the website, masonvalleybeekeeping.org, or send an email to me, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Tell me you want to talk about bees. I'm very happy to do that. Yeah, bees are pretty cool. They're very cool. We need them. We really do. Yeah, for mm -hmm. agriculture and mm -hmm. uh, also their products. You know it. Ricky, you are in the commercial real estate world, and you know a lot of times we're talking about investing in uh, residential property, rental property, basically, because so many people are looking to move to Reno, but you know there's just not that many homes on the right. market, so Very, people have to rent. Yeah. Well, uh, what's the deal with commercial? That's mm -hmm. your area of specialty. So, investment-wise, mm -hmm. for investors, tell us where commercial would be different versus buying or five rental homes and then sure. using that as your income. Sure. Well, a lot of the investors that we're seeing right now are interested in multifamily. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a very, very low inventory of multifamily in general, quality multifamily in general. But also I have uh, some investors who are curious about our shopping centers. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a couple of our shopping centers, older shopping centers, get refaced. Mm -hmm. Iron Horse Shopping Center is a really good example. It's really turned out into a beautiful project after the last year of, of work. And that's on sale for, I think, right about $19 million. Mm -hmm. So I've had uh, investors from California primarily mm -hmm. uh, coming over and inquiring about uh, shopping centers, um, industrial is also very attractive for investors, mm. and, uh, and industrial is another thing that has a very short, a very low inventory. So uh, our, that's one of the issues that we're having is we have a lot of interest as our community grows and develops into, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a new urban center. Uh, but the inventory that we have is very, very limited uh, in almost everything except for office. Really? Yep. So it's, it's uh, you know, not being in the commercial real estate world every mm -hmm. day, and for most people who don't interact with commercial, you know, I see a lot of, I think they're empty, empty mm -hmm. uh, office spaces, empty mm -hmm. buildings, um, some of them in uh, South Meadows area, some of them in the north. Maybe they're not empty. Maybe they're in construction. Office. Are they really... <laughs> Right. Ah. Office Office is, we have a ton of inventory in. Okay. It's uh, industrial, multifamily, uh, retail. Those are the spaces that are, uh, that are limited. What kind of a business would be looking at industrial uh, uh, property? Would it be like the technology industry or some of the mm -hmm. shipping Te and... Technology, and, mm -hmm. shipping, manufacturing, engineering. Mm -hmm. Uh, those kinds of businesses, uh, distribution, mm -hmm. people who have a lot of products that they need to store mm -hmm. and ship out. Um, so industrial is, is actually what our real estate market back in the you know good days of the 2000, early 2000s, there was a lot of industrial that got sold. And then right now we take a look at all that's going up at the truck. Um, all mm. of that is industrial. Yeah. So. Yeah, do you get, do you do much activity there? Uh, I the sold, uh, it was two, what was it, 400? 
about 400 acres of land mm-hmm. uh, to an investor that is is basically holding it. They're banking it. Is his first name Elon by chance? <laughs> it isn't. I wish it was. <laughs> I probably would have got a lot more <laughs> than what we did. But it was a really nice sale. Mm. And uh, so that's exciting to see what's going up there with blockchain and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, this particular investor was banking the land because he saw the growth that was taking place. And right. And he's in an, a very well-located area. That's that's the pattern of growth is where he's located along uh, uh, that new highway that they've built. You know, I've driven to uh, and from Yarrington, Nevada, mm-hmm. on a number of occasions in the last <coughs> several years. Mm-hmm. The reason is because of the Mason Valley beekeepers. Sure. So it used to take about an hour and 45 minutes mm-hmm. to get there. Uh, and then, of course, an hour and 45 to get back, it seemed like. Uh, so it was quite a trek. Well, now with the the uh, uh, the new parkway, right, the Tahoe Industrial Parkway, that it's one hour ride. Right, exactly. In fact, it was just under like fifty nine minutes. I yeah. timed myself the last time, and yeah. I was going the speed limit. Uh, it is a, almost like a straight shot. Yeah. Um, you avoid some of the turns and curves and yeah. a little bit of Fernley, but yeah. it is really so much easier yeah. to get there. That makes it more attractive to somebody right. who's doing business there, maybe living there or buying a, a exactly. property. It's a lot closer. Exactly. And you know, what really is growing is um, uh, Silver Springs, mm-hmm. Stagecoach, Dayton. Mm-hmm. That parkway is really feeding that. And in fact, um, Comstock Mining just announced that they bought several hundred acres between Silver Springs and Stagecoach, and then again between Stagecoach and Dayton. And so that whole area, three to five years, going to be a completely mm. different community. Sure it is. Uh, right now, it's, it's, it's probably a majority of manufactured homes mm-hmm. that I see throughout that area. Right. And I'm starting to see some new properties, yep. some more uh, ranch, ranchette kind of properties. Yep. It's a very attractive area out there. And Lahontan Lake is so full right yeah, now. Yeah. When you get to Silver Springs, you can see so much right, of the lake. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's like a whole new view. It is. It's nice, isn't it? I'm talking with Ricky Rodriguez Elkins, and she is the managing director at Keller Williams Commercial in Sparks, Nevada. Ricky, tell us how many years have you been doing your work? 14 years. 14 years in the mm-hmm. commercial world? In the commercial oh world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, 14 years ago, 2005, mm-hmm. things were really rocking. They were. And just a few years later, they weren't rocking they so took much. a big dump. <laughs> they sure did. That's when I was in the mortgage lending yeah. world. I was in the real estate side. Yeah. And wow, what a ride that we've taken since yeah. then. But, you know, it is so nice that you are still doing your work because you understand what happens when a market goes down as well mm-hmm. when, as when a market goes up. Exactly. And the benefits of, of buying at a certain time or selling at a certain time. It's always different based on the individual mm-hmm. investor, uh, property owner, client. But those years of experience, that time in the box, Ricky, it is, well, there's only one word for that, wisdom. Mm -hmm. You cannot get wisdom out of a book. You cannot get wisdom out of just a three-week course to get a license of whatever type. It takes years and years to earn that wisdom in the commercial real estate world. Ricky, I'm very anxious to talk to you more about what you do and how you see the future of Northern Nevada, Reno included. But we have to take our quick break. Please hang on. I will. Thank you. We'll be back after this. Okay. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're talking residential real estate, commercial real estate, real estate for investors, and real estate for having fun, enjoying your life, moving up in the world. You know... I remember the time when I bought my first home. I had been renting it Mm -hmm. for a while, and I finally found a way to um, convince the owner to sell it to me. Uh, Got a little loan, picked up the property. You know, I didn't have to move. Uh huh. Right. I was in the. I bought my rental, but it was amazing. My internal status Mm -hmm. went up substantially. Sure. Just by the fact that I was now. Not paying rent, but I was paying a mortgage payment. You're a homeowner. It's a, it's just amazing how you feel, yeah, Ricky. It's the American dream. Yes, 
It totally is. Mm -hmm. When it's time to talk about a move up from your first home to your second home, I always recommend my good friend Dan Ryder. Dan is the broker and owner of Nevada Home Connections, mm -hmm. and he does a lot of great work helping people move up to that next home or downsize. You know, a lot of people, like myself, Ricky, we're not too far away from deciding maybe that our homes are too big. Mm -hmm. uh, now that we have no kids at home, I've got nine bedrooms, you know, it just doesn't yeah. seem right. Yeah. So why use all that space when I don't need it? Maybe I'll be moving down. Well, that's one of Dan's specialties. So if you're at that point in your life where you want to get max value out of your current home and move into something smaller, more convenient, maybe more affordable so you can do some of that traveling that you want to do or maybe take up beekeeping, Dan Ryder is the man to call. 775-742-3376. Tell him Peter sent you. That's Dan Ryder, Nevada Home Connections. I love Dan Ryder. He's a beekeeper too, Ricky. He is. Yes, he is. Yeah. In fact, he's the man that started me on my world of beekeeping. Of beekeeping. One of wow. the most generous men I know. Mm -hmm. He actually gave me my first beehive. I just, oh, wow. three and a half years ago, I put a post on one of the social media platforms and said, I'm thinking about becoming a beekeeper. Anybody know anything about it? Dan Ryder. And uh, he darn. gave me some walkthroughs on the his uh, bee yard and... Uh, I helped him out with a few things so I could do some lifting, and it was just a few months later he said, hey, I've got these old moldy boxes that I'm just going to uh -huh. throw away anyway. Do you want them? And uh, he brought them over. They weren't actually that old and that yeah. moldy, and I'm using them to this day. That's awesome. You meet so many wonderful people in beekeeping, yeah. Ricky, just like you do in real estate. Mm -hmm. With you, it's an adventure every day, I bet. It new is. people, new yep. stuff, right? Yep, I love it. It's <laughs> all about networking, meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know what's going on, too, in yeah. your mo own community because when people talk to you about that property, it's not just that property, right? right. It's about what's happening in the community, in the community around right. the property. Exactly. So uh, talk about some current things that are going on. Okay. The Park Lane Mall. Amazing. Uh -huh. An amazing development. Mm -hmm. At the That's corner of very Plum, exciting. Uh -huh. Plum and South Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, give us your viewpoint on what's going on over there. It's going to be a huge mixed-use development. Mm -hmm. So with retail on the bottom floor, office, I think, in the second floor, mm -hmm. and then uh, apartments mm -hmm. above that. Um, there are all kinds of amenities. Um, we have a couple of clients that are just waiting until they start pre-leasing. Yeah. They're not ready to pre-lease yet. We keep bugging Joel, Grace, mm -hmm. down there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, it's going to be a fantastic development. We're you really know, looking forward to that. When I moved to Reno in 2000, mm -hmm. Park Lane Mall was open. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of the big anchor stores were still there. Sure. <clears throat> but it was already thinning out. Yeah. It was just a few years later that it was more of a, uh, uh, a limited-term mall. Essentially, there were small retailers moving in. Right, exactly. Short-term leases. I remember those days. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was tough, but it was so conveniently located. Mm -hmm. It's just the coolest thing. It's like that is where Midtown starts, mm -hmm. basically. Right. And uh, it's real close to downtown, so uh, you, know, you still have a connection there. Very close to the highway yeah. and also to West McCarran. I mean, that's a perfect location. Yeah, and it's nice that they still kept the theater open during mm -hmm. construction because right. people are still accustomed to go to the area. But right. how can you avoid that area? You can't. It's right. right really, yep. it's like the center of yep. Reno. Great spot. Mm -hmm. I'm very anxious for that to happen. Yeah. Let's move a little bit north to Midtown. Yeah. Nobody called it Midtown yeah. when I moved here. Yeah. You no. know what they called it? What's that? Slum Town. Slum, yeah, it, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you 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 avoided driving down that part of Wells, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and even South Virginia. I mean, mm -hmm. you just avoided that area altogether back yeah. then. And uh, not anymore. Now it's hot, hot, hot properties. Uh, what you can find that's available. I have a, a, a client, I can't mention who it is, who's looking for space uh, for a retail store down there. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very limited in what's available. Everybody knows what they have, and they're hanging on to it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to see a, uh, something go from the bottom to the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but even the little, you know, homes that uh, were, and similar thing happened in Sparks, the little homes that were, you know, really dilapidated, you know, investors have gone in, they've improved them, and now they're selling for four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars for these little cottages. Wow. And so, yeah, it's gotten a little crazy. But. It's really amazing, but, you know, what it does tell me is that I chose the right place to move to, Ricky. When I moved to Reno in 2000, people say, Reno, what are you going to yeah. do there? Didn't they shoot people there? Or, you know, all the bad stuff, right, the right. funny stuff, the, right. you know, the black eye, basically, that Reno... Right has had for a, a good little while. It doesn't seem to be there anymore. I mean, yeah. suddenly people are discovering Reno. And I'm telling right. you, hey, I've been here 20 years. Um, I didn't actually discover it. I was sent here. 
Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. I was sentenced here yeah. <laughs> to uh, one of my former employees uh-huh. transferred me here. Uh-huh. And then rather than going back uh, to the new uh, operation in Arizona from where I came from, I decided, got talked into staying here. Yeah. Glad I did, Ricky. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm really digging living Us here. Us too. We've been here 28 years. We came over from my husband's, was transferred out here as well. Mm-hmm. And we love it. We mm-hmm. absolutely love it. There's yeah. no, no other place we'd love to, to live. You know, it's, it's not so much where you're placed or mm-hmm. where you are. It's how you deal with it. Right. And uh, a lot of people have come to Reno, I know, and, and have not made it. They've gone. They, they just didn't mm-hmm. like it for whatever reason. And they right. couldn't find work, whatever. But, you know, it's all about what you make it. If you really want to be here, you can make it. And that's what I tell people, Ricky, that are looking to buy homes mm-hmm. for the first time. They, they just can't even get close to that median home price that right. they see posted. Uh, right. They might have issues with their credit. Uh, they just might mm-hmm. not make enough money, whatever the deal is. And I tell people, just be persistent mm-hmm. and have that same dream because the market goes up and the market goes down. down. That's exactly And right. you might find that maybe where you're thinking you're going to buy and that you're looking at the price, that mm-hmm. might not be where you end up buying because right. things, the life changes. Right. So as long as you have that dream of uh, benefit, uh, benefiting yourself and benefiting your family with real estate, what a great way to do it. Uh, it's really something substantial. And, and I know it's tough for young people to understand this because when I was young, I didn't understand it. The fact is, if you want to get ahead in mm-hmm. the world, you've got to have some real estate in your portfolio. You right. can't, can't put all your money in beer and cigarettes. Right. <laughs> I tried that, Ricky. We're vaping, as they do now. It did not work. <laughs> beer and vaping. <laughs> oh, it didn't. That wasn't your, your key to success. <laughs> it was not. I mean, some people think, hey, did, yeah. maybe I'd open up a beer joint. <clears throat> no. Uh, the way to make it is to think clearly. Uh, save some money, and ultimately be thinking about how you're going to use that money to invest in real estate. Exactly. Sometimes uh, people can't afford to do it on their own, Ricky, Mm -hmm. so they maybe get two family members together Mm -hmm. or two friends together, and they buy that first home, that first condo, and at least they can start getting some momentum, right? Right. Right. Can, same thing in commercial. It Does is, that happen? It, it is. I mean, you obviously have the, the single buyers, but there are quite a few partnerships uh-huh. that go into uh, purchasing commercial properties. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, like, uh, I've, I've read <coughs> from a lot of investors, and that is that the best way to invest money is when it's not your own money, mm-hmm. right? The second best way is to invest just part of your money in an investment mm-hmm. and have other people that, share the risk. That's exactly right. Putting it into REIT, uh, you know, is a really good uh uh, way of being able to invest in any kind of real estate, but they have special REITs for uh, industrial properties, special REITs for offices and retails, where you're buying into a group of investors into portfolios of properties. A REIT is a real estate investment trust. That's exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know a lot about how those trusts work. But I know that that's something you can help people mm-hmm. get, I can, get started I can direct with. them mm-hmm. uh, to the appropriate uh, financial advisors mm-hmm. that do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some of my money invested in, in REITs. Yes. And uh, so absolutely can give them advice as to financial advisors that can help them with that. Yes, yes. Northern Nevada, very, very exciting to be here. Very exciting to see the growth opportunities mm-hmm. in all forms of real estate. Some people just decide that, you know, as much as it's hot here, it's it's something that we can't get in at the level we want to. And they start looking at some of the mm-hmm. more rural communities. We talked a little bit about the USA Parkway mm-hmm. uh, that leads us to Silver Springs mm-hmm. and then around the corner toward Wabuska, Yarrington, right. uh, Dayton, Minden, Gardnerville. Right. That whole area down there when I came here was, I mean, it was the sticks. Yeah, it was the sticks. It was hard to get yeah. there. It took a long time to get there. And once you got there, you wonder why you got there. Right. I remember there was one little real estate office down there shortly after I got into the real estate, the mortgage world. And I was wondering, what is this little real estate office Mm -hmm. doing here? But uh, that real estate office is still there. And I think they're selling more homebuyer land tracks Mm -hmm. and things of that type. It's really a (coughs) wonderful thing to see an area become Mm -hmm. popular when it wasn't so much so before. Yeah, absolutely. Today, I want to ask you about the commercial side and how it it, it is impacted by activities in northern mm-hmm. nevada and i'm not talking about business activities sure. so much but do things like uh hot august nights right mm-hmm. which is our biggest thing that comes to northern nevada right. uh and burning man 
another big thing. Yeah. Do those things impact the commercial real estate world the way they might? They do. You know, they do in a different way. Um, one of my top clients is Tom Turner, who owns Tahoe Restaurant Collections mm -hmm. and Garwoods and Calientes, Riva Grill, all those really nice restaurants up at the lake. Mm -hmm. What attracted him to the marina was all the activities that, that City of Sparks has during our festival period, you know, mm -hmm. so... Uh, that was a big attraction for bringing oh, him yeah. down to the marina. It's like so. the fuel, right? The, <clears throat> That's the, exactly the, the right. Runs that machine, right? Sparks is a fantastic uh, event. It's like an yeah. event city. It is, and it's growing. <laughs> I'm really proud of what Sparks is turning into. Victorian Avenue is changing. Yes, it has. Yep, the Fountain House, the Bridges, Silverwing Development is doing a, a terrific job of a similar but smaller uh, size project to what they're what is going on uh, with land development um, at the Park Lane Mall. Mm -hmm. So he's got retail on the bottom. He's got some offices that are going in. In fact, a tower of offices where the old parking garage was, mm -hmm. um, the movie theater is there, and then residential apartments on top of the retail on the bottom floor. One of my brand new, uh, one of my clients is opening their winery, Ingenate Urban Winery is opening. So he's, Jay uh, Witt is putting in Pinion Bottling Company, I believe is going in there. Golden Rotisserie that came up from the, came down from the lake is going in. So he's got an exciting project going on right there as well. Yummy, yummy. I love Sparks. Yeah. I love all the events yeah. there. Ricky Rodriguez Elkins is our guest today. She's the managing director and realtor at Commercial, Keller Williams Commercial in Sparks. Ricky, we have more on our show to chat about. We do have to take a quick break, but I want to let people know that if they want to reach you, the best way to do that is? My cell phone at 775-240-5143. All right, and we'll have all that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way, we'll make it easier for people to find you if they want to listen to the podcast, if they missed any part of our show. It's all there. We're going to be back with more after this. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.academy. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on 1180 AM Radio, one of the Lotus Broadcast stations in northern Nevada. It was 14 years ago, in 2006, when we launched our radio show. Uh, I, I guess it's just over 13, mm -hmm. right? We're in our 14th year. Um, but every every week since then, I've been doing this radio show. And i got to tell you, of all the things I do every week, this is like my most fun thing. Yeah. And you know why? Because I don't do anything else. I don't have to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just get to talk and have fun. And it is a lot of fun because I help people accomplish their goals of home ownership or business ownership or commercial or investment ownership. Uh, one of the challenges that many people have is getting started. And most people start out by buying a home for the very first time. That can hold people back from all sorts of opportunities if they don't find success. I always recommend that you get started by talking to a qualified, experienced, trusted mortgage lender, like I was. I retired from the mortgage lending world four years ago, but after over 10 years in that business, I know it's time in the box that makes the difference. It's somebody that knows their product and customer. And that's why I recommend Brian Cushing. He's the senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. You know that there's actually 100% financing available for some first-time home buyers, and that first-time home buyer might be you. You only know if you call Brian to get started. There's no obligation. There's no cost. Call Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Tell him Peter sent you. Here's his phone number, 775-453-0345. You can also communicate with Brian by sending him an email, bcushing at guildmortgage.net, and all of his contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. With me in the studio today, we are talking with Ricky Rodriguez Elkins, and she is with Keller Williams Commercial, beautiful Sparks, Nevada. Is it true what they say in the summertime in Reno? It gets so hot, so hot. You can see the sparks. I can see sparks at night. <laughs> exactly. That and, and getting more like that, too, with all <laughs> the lights that we have going in with the new development of the sparks. You know what? I, they should call it sparkles because yeah. 
I love watching Fourth of July fireworks. Yeah, exactly. uh, From Sparks. Yep. Uh, Christmas, and then all the cool, mm-hmm. cool events. The Rib yeah. Festival is probably the biggest one I yeah, think about yeah. when I think about just Sparks. But we also went to the Lavender and Honey speci- uh, uh-huh. Festival last year, and they have Street Vibrations. I think comes mm-hmm. around yep. too, and uh, just so many cool things. It draws people. Mm-hmm. And when it draws people, it's good for business. And if it's good for business, people want to buy commercial property, lease commercial property, however they do it. That Sparks Marina, Ricky, it has tra- changed probably one of the most dramatic yeah. changes Absolutely. of all of the areas. When I came here, it was the Sparks Marina. It was a big hole with water in mm-hmm. it. Uh, it. It was a park all the way around it. Right. I don't remember any businesses at that time. Yeah. And, well, and I think people were trying to get used to it. It was the Helms Pet for you know for decades and now uh, after the flood when it filled it up and and the mayor had that grand vision of putting in the park around it i don't think they really understood the citizens really understood the capacity mm-hmm. that that particular park had for growth mm-hmm. and it wasn't a, well it was started at the downturn right unfortunately yeah. is when when the marina house or not house the building was initially built they had right. a couple of tenants in there and then we had uh, the big crash, and also legends started, yeah. and then we had the big crash, and so everything kind of sat vacant mm-hmm. for a long time, or or very minimally used. But now it is hopping; it's really hopping. We have, as I mentioned previously, we have Tom Turner's uh, uh, new restaurant going in. It's mm-hmm. called the Sparks, or uh, sorry, yeah, Sparks Water Bar, and uh, it's gonna have all kinds of delicious food and his mm-hmm. famous wet willies. Wet Woodies, <laughs> and um, and then Legends. Uh, we put the Cantina Restaurant uh, mm-hmm. in there, and they've got some other venues going in, recently announced. And so that's the Marine. The Legends is also doing very well now. And then the hotels, and and I know that there's going to be a third hotel mm-hmm. there as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's really grown. Uh, beautiful things happening in Northern mm-hmm. Nevada. Let's talk a little bit about some of the, what was most recently in the news, and that is the teardown or the expansion of, and I'm talking about the old Masonic Lodge right, downtown, right. or the expansion of Whitney Peak Hotel, which is going to take over that space. But there was a time capsule yeah. in there. I really didn't follow exactly what was pulled out of that time mm-hmm. capsule, Ricky. I just heard about two things. <clears throat> One of them was uh, uh, a handful of silver dollars. Uh-huh from the Carson City Mint and also from Sacramento yeah. Mint because so much of the silver here was right. used That's to right. make those coins. Mm-hmm. There was also a harmonica found wow. in the ca- time capsule. Apparently, whoever was in charge of putting the time capsule together dropped his harmonica out of his pocket. Oh, no. <coughs> so it wasn't and he's still intent- looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have found it. We want to yeah. make, make sure that owner knows it. But let's, That's too funny. Let's, let's have some fun. I don't know what else was in there, but do you have any idea what else would be in there? Oh, geez. Um, you know, from 150 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe something related to the, the, I would for sure think something related to the, to the Masonic Brotherhood itself. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, my yeah. father was a 32nd degree Mason, mm. and uh, so I'm sure that they've got their artifacts oh, there yeah. as well. I, I hope to see the list someday. But again, trying to think about what's in there. You know, I do recall one other thing that I, I read about in an article, and that was that there was a piece of wood from Sutter's Mill, yeah. where gold was discovered yep. in the uh, 1800s in California, yeah. and obviously had a huge impact here. Sure. I would like to have think, have thought that there was maybe a note that said, here's my phone number, please put me on the do not call list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still getting calls here in the 2019, I and I get crank calls. And yep. And, insurance and companies, yeah. uh, supposedly. I hear that's a big spam, a scam, but mm-hmm. I get uh, probably, I'm not even exaggerating, six mm. or seven a day. Yeah, and I get so many voicemails to pay off my student loan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they tell me I can have it forgo, get, forgive yeah. it. I, I paid my student loan off when I was in my 20s. 20 years ago. <laughs> and so apparently there's a balance on it that yeah. I've got to take care of. And then they're also always trying to... Uh, get me to borrow money over yeah. the phone. They tell <laughs> right. my loan is ready. And you the, know, IRS, the IRS, too. I've gotten that. I'm going to go to yeah. jail, apparently, uh, apparently, if I don't send them yeah. some money to yeah. the Philippines or somewhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, what, what can you believe nowadays? Right. That's why we recommend that when you're dealing with anything with real estate, Ricky, that you always deal with somebody that you know, that you trust, that 
that has experience yeah. in the world that, that you're working in. So many times, uh, I'm always puzzled, uh, in the case of mortgage lenders, mm -hmm. they have to put their license number, all mm -hmm. the disclosure number, anytime right. they mention anything about their work. But they never have to put how many years they've been in the business. Right. Because if you've been a mortgage lender for two months, mm -hmm. I guarantee you, you cannot do a deal on a commercial loan. Right. I mean, right. you just don't, you don't get that kind of knowledge in two months, no matter how hard you try. Sure. Uh, I many times wish that the, the compliance would require a number of years in business. Yeah. That way you would know right away, oh, this person has been in the business a yeah. year. This one here, 15 years. Sure. Uh, I have a very complicated financial picture. Mm -hmm. uh, I own my own businesses or several businesses. Mm -hmm. I already own tons of real estate. Sure. And I want to get one more mortgage. Guess what? That is going to be a tough, more tough mortgage. Right, right. Most people think that when they uh, have owned a business, they have a lot of money, when they own a lot of real estate, when they've got all those things in order that the next piece of property that they want to buy with a mortgage or any kind of a loan, that that loan is going to be easy because they've got this huge track mm -hmm. of other properties that they have successfully mm -hmm. owned. Well, you know, if you look at it just that way, it is easy. Mm -hmm. But the challenge is that a mortgage lender has to get the details on every piece of property that you own sure. before you can borrow more money because the lender has to check that the mortgage is being paid on time, right. the taxes are being paid on time, mm -hmm. that there aren't any liens on that property, mm -hmm. and that everything is disclosed, everything matches the way it was disclosed on a mortgage application. And then if you have, uh, you're self-employed, you own a business, the tax analysis that right. has to You know, one of the right. things I did not like about being a mortgage lender, Ricky, I, I felt like I was a tax audit person. Oh, really? I had to yeah. learn how to analyze so many types of taxes sure. and ask so many kinds of questions um, just to make sure that when the loan was ultimately at that final stage, sure. there wasn't something sticking out like a red sure. flag, right? right? But it happens. It absolutely yeah. happens. I had so, no idea. So in your case, in commercial, I think mm -hmm. it's even all the more critical mm -hmm. because you not only have to know about the hard asset, but you also have to know about, well, really, I, I think it's like the psychology of mm -hmm. the commercial world. Like we talked about, there's so many things coming to northern Nevada, so many good kinds of businesses mm -hmm. that attract people and that attracts business. And when it comes down to it, when you buy real estate for your first home, you're wanting to make your family happy and sleep comfortably right. at night. <coughs> Roof over your head. When you buy commercial property, that's mm -hmm. not the case. It's all about cash flow. That's exactly right. Cash flow, cap rates, <coughs> making sure that the, it's going to be a, uh, you know, qualifying the property, make sure that it's going to be a good investment for your client. Mm -hmm. Talk about some of the <coughs> basics uh, when we're starting to look at a property to see if it's worth considering to mm -hmm. buy. Tell us what cash flow is. Mm -hmm. Sure. Basically, it's the amount of money that the lender is going, or the lender, the investor is going to have after they have paid all their expenses. And so from um, whenever you're buying a property, you want to take a look and, and look at the rent rolls. Let's say it's a multifamily property mm -hmm. or it's a, it's a retail or an office complex that has multiple tenants. Yeah. You want to take a look at the rent rolls. <laughs> you want to take a look at the vacancy. You want to be able to analyze the property to make sure that it's going to uh, provide a good investment outcome mm -hmm. and, and provide you with, uh, with money to be able to utilize to uh, either reinvest in the property itself or invest in other properties. So essentially, you have to make sure that the property is making money. Right. In the big picture, it has to generate money, profit, so it can pay the expenses. Exactly. And then, why would you own property, investment property, commercial property, unless it's making money? Exactly. So that's what you have At a to good analyze rate. early. <laughs> and, and some novices, you know, they go and say, oh, I want to buy that property because it's cheap. Right. I want to buy that property because the guy told me that he made so much right. money. Uh, you know, you never know. Right. You have to do that research to make yep. sure. Because once you get into a bad piece of property, Ricky, I know this, it's hard to get out of a bad yeah. piece of property that's because exactly everywhere right. you look, it's a loss, right? Right. Uh, I want to talk more about what it takes to buy commercial property in northern Nevada. I'm specifically interested to know about uh, what cap rate is. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take our break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about cap rate in the world of commercial real estate with Ricky Rodriguez-Elkins. She is the 
broker at Keller Williams Commercial, Sparks, Nevada. Back after this. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech Solar Screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior Citizen and Military Discounts. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes! Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.Academy. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. You know, earlier on the show, I was talking about how much cooler my home was this past year like it was the year before because this is my third year coming in with SunTech solar screens, and I absolutely love them. I talk to, to people about them because I love this company and I want the company to grow, but quite frankly, I talk to people about SunTech solar screens because they're just so darn good, and I know that you'll love them and you'll save money on your air conditioning when you get them installed. Fortunately for us, I've got the owner, Daryl Carr, on the line, so he can talk to us a little bit more about SunTech. Welcome to our show, Daryl. Uh, thank you, Peter. I bet you're getting some traction even now, uh, as we're still in spring, for the people that are smart enough to think about getting SunTech screens now before the high heat comes in. Yeah, it's picked up at about the la last week. We get a lot of early birds. People know that the, the heat is coming. Yeah, uh, Yeah, no doubt. And uh, in some of these rooms. Huh? So we're talking about commercial real estate today, Daryl, and you were telling me about some commercial work that you've done with SunTech Solar Screening. Recently, uh, you were, uh, I think, involved in doing an estimate for somebody that had tried to reduce the sun from coming in your windows using something besides solar screening. Can you remember that? Uh, yes, uh, it was a film on the windows. Mm. Well, it looked like cardboard to me. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I, I was out on an estimate. Yes. People had take cutting up and cut up some old cardboard and and uh, fit it into about uh, five or six panels on the south side of their building. <laughs> so they yeah. could, the glare would handle it. Yeah, I know that they were doing it to reduce the glare, but I can just imagine the amount of heat coming in those windows. And I saw that photo of that uh, cardboard and, you know, it just doesn't do the job. <laughs> the tape wrinkles no. and dries up. And the solar screens are just fantastic. Daryl, tell us a little bit about the material Suntec Solar Screening uses. Uh, it's a it's a Pfeiffer uh, product. It's an acrylic uh, polyester. It's uh, it's got a lot of a lot of uses. It's uh, fire retardant. Uh, it's got a microband filter on it, so it doesn't rot or mildew. It has a ten year warranty on the mesh. It's real sturdy. Takes takes in 235 BTUs uh, into the unprotected glass and absorbs it back out, so it keeps your house cooler and knocks down, uh, you know, the glare and uh, just uh, all all uses like that. And uh, summertime cooling bills are reduced uh, 30 minimum of 30 percent. That's the probably the biggest reason that I wanted them, Daryl. They have saved me a lot of money. I know the screens have paid for themselves in my one living room alone, but it's the privacy factor too that's like a big bonus. They attach to the outside of your windows. You can look out towards outward and see a person standing there, but if you're on the outside, you can't you can't see them. So it's it's a privacy thing. Yeah. So a lot of people like that because they're up against the street. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They they they. It's just such a cool thing to have, and uh, <clears throat> it makes you cool, keeps you cool. But then you get that level of privacy and added security. And one thing that you don't talk a lot about, Daryl, but I I'm glad to tell you about is that. They actually keep the home quieter because I noticed right away that when the mail truck would go by, uh, suddenly when we had those screens, you could hardly even hear that thing anymore right outside 
the driveway. And so it does mm -hmm. make for a more of a cozy atmosphere. And I'm encouraging any, anybody that's interested in keeping their home cool without having to spend more money on electricity to consider SunTech Solar Screening. The website, solarscreensofreno.com is where you'll find out more information. And Daryl, uh, you're a great person to work with. I know you give personal attention to all your customers. Give us the best way to reach you on your phone if somebody wants to call. 775-224-5093. That's my cell, and I have it on me all the time. Call anytime. Very good. And I know you take great attention to the installation and customer satisfaction, Daryl. That's why you're so successful mm -hmm. at SunTech Solar Screening. Thanks for visiting with us today. Okay. Thank you, Peter. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm, well, Ricky, now you know how much I love my SunTech Solar Screen. Yeah. I even call the yeah. owner so you can talk to people about them. But these are really fantastic things. I'm yeah. going to give you that little piece there because uh, I encourage you to take it home yeah. and just put it up on your window or just look up at the sun and you'll see the difference. Yeah, we're going to be buying a new home. We've been in the same home for 28 years. So really? we're looking at a new home. Yeah. And uh, as you were talking about them, I thought we need to definitely look into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the home we're looking at is over at one of the new Lillard developments, the mm -hmm. Murano's that mm -hmm. are... Uh, up on the hill, mm -hmm. and um, so I think that would be a really good addition oh, yeah. to those big windows that go that face the mountains. Yes, the evening sun. If you need sun yep. control, I can't I can't think of it. You know, we t actually take and make shades out of the same material when we go to the Black Rock Desert where oh, Burning Man is. Yeah. So when we go camping, we put a sheet of that SunTech mm -hmm. solar screening um, against our um, our camper so mm -hmm. that when the sun hits it on the side, it, sure. it's just, a, again, night and day, the difference. That's a great idea. And yeah. there's just so many uses. So, yes, I'm enjoying my conversation with Ricky Rodriguez Elkins from Keller Williams Commercial in Sparks, Nevada. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good things happening in northern Nevada that make commercial um, something to consider when it comes time to uh, look at real estate from an investment purpose. Uh, <coughs> the, um, the thing is about a lot of businesses in town, that have been here for a while, mm -hmm. Ricky, because of the influx of new people moving here, new businesses coming in, their business is going on. Some of them, they've outgrown their businesses. Sure. So talk to us about how uh, a retailer, a company, so many kinds of businesses, when they need more space, what's the timing that they need to think about before they start to actually That's a really good that subject. Move? They need, they need <laughs> definitely some time. Mm -hmm. um, a really good example is I have an engineering company that I just had to move and they have a big federal project and the federal pro they had to get approval from the federal project in order to move and the feds gave them like it was like not even 60 days worth of of uh, time left before the period that they had to move out mm. and um, because the owner of the building they were in wanted to take the whole space so long story short with a, it they needed industrial space there literally were three spaces in that 20,000 square foot range in the whole city I mean mm. including looking down at Carson mm. and um, and then it took you know a good 60 days to negotiate the contract and then negotiate the the uh, the LOI the terms and then the lease mm -hmm. and uh, and and now they're scrambling to meet their exit timeline. Wow! So the best time is uh, probably about four or five months out, mm -hmm. and uh, because if you need tenant improvements, the tenant improvements themselves, uh, you know, just getting permits can take four or five weeks, and you've got to have drawings <coughs> before that. So the timeline for tenant improvements is probably ninety to one hundred and twenty days. Yeah, and if and you're if you've decided that you are going to make this move or you have to make this move right. because of a requirement like deal interacting with the federal government, uh, that's also not the time to find out who's involved with commercial real estate, right? Right. I mean, I would think you need to know a great in commercial right. contact exactly. well in advance. It's kind of like insurance. Right. You should buy insurance before you need it. Right. That's exactly right. Another wise man, I think he sat on top of a mountain most of his life. Yeah. <laughs> he said that the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Yeah, and that's exactly right. So with commercial, yeah. mm -hmm. it's a good time to get to know the commercial world. Mm -hmm. If you have a business, if it looks like you may down the road, even if it's not this year, uh, be looking to expand, maybe open up a second location. Now's the time to talk to somebody like you, Rick. Yep, that's exactly right. And that's why we go out and we network. We do a lot of sponsorships and uh, are out in the community doing things like this to let people know that it, it, even if you don't have that plan right now, uh, get to know us, uh, get to know what the kind of service that we provide. We're happy to help you when the time comes. 
you know, you, you have to have your pulse on business mm -hmm. to be successful in your world because you're dealing with people that own businesses right. or want to start businesses. Um, you probably have a good handle you know, or let's say a, a good look at the pulse of mm -hmm. business. Uh, like, like we were talking about the gaming industry. Sure. Or li as I like to call it, the gambling industry. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's so much growth there. I don't see yeah. too much growth in that area. No. Am I right? Or no, no, yeah? you're right. Uh, gaming is not our major industry anymore. Tourism, mm -hmm. recreation. That's exactly right. Um, uh, manufacturing and, and tech. You know, this whole, all of these new businesses mm -hmm. that we have, the Apple Data Center downtown, blockchain, Tesla, mm -hmm. Switch, all of the, the companies that we're attracting are all heavily tech-oriented. You know, I, it, I was watching a uh, documentary last night about uh, the dairy farm, dairy industry. Mm -hmm. Dairy farmers across the country are suffering now because so many people have decided <coughs> to go to plant-based beverages, sure. almond milk, for instance. Mm -hmm. About 15% mm -hmm. of uh, people that used to drink milk now mm -hmm. drink uh, plant-based milk. And the demand overall for uh, products from dairies has gone down so far that dairy owners, uh, they're just not making the money that they used mm -hmm. to, and they're struggling to survive as sure. dairy farmers. Uh, my, my significant other, the lovely woman I love, Sherry Hill and I were talking about that, and we both decided that the challenge really was not so much the dairy industry, mm -hmm. it was the element of change. Right. You know, if you're seeing that people are not buying milk so much and you're in the milk industry, why would you not consider maybe doing something mm -hmm. else or scaling back or finding a different byproduct? But so many of us, we don't like change. Right. I don't like to change, Ricky. I, I like right. things th the way they are. I think that's our generation, though. The, the millennials that we have now, that's, that's actually why our developments are looking different. Mm. Our re they're now more mixed use, mm -hmm. looking at Fountain House and the Bridges, looking at Ranch Hera, looking at, uh, at Park Lane. Those developments are looking much different than what mm. they were when they were like Meadowood Mall, huge retail centers spread out you know, all over several acres. Right. Uh, instead, they are walkable. They have amenities right there. You can basically get everything you need renting the apartment right there and walking to the restaurant, walking to the movie, you know, walking to your shopping. Um, the, the younger generation has changed the way we live. And if we in the business world as sellers or investors or people that want to get in the commercial world, Really, we have to change our viewpoints, too, so that we can keep up with the current trends. Mm -hmm. And I'm encouraging people to look at change as a positive thing. Mm -hmm. If we change for the better, if we're always growing and improving, we're making life better for ourselves, for our families, and for the universe. Right. Exactly. I agree. Ricky, I'm so glad that you came today. We always run out of time thank before we run out of time me. to talk. I hope you come back sometime. I will. Thank you for having me. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter, your host. If you have questions or comments for us about our show, send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. And in case you missed any part of today's show, you'd like to listen again to our podcast, Taylor and Ian are working with us to get that podcast up and all the details. You can visit there, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. And we'll talk with you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.